Welcome to a very special edition of the Spirit of Sport, and it's a favorite, my favorite time of the year, anyway, Benny. I'm really, really excited for this episode in particular. Yeah, and the reason being, we've got one of our, our old favorites back in the studio. Yep. The Reverend George Danzy. Oh, Georgie. Oh, Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for having me this once is, again. This is the Christmas edition. I thought you were going to say Jesus is in the studio. Oh, he is. He's but, in the studio. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, in that's in right. spirit. But right here, we've got George Danzy. In, in his, if the listeners can't see this, but he's wearing a, 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 a beautiful Santa Claus uh, button-up shirt. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite... Ah, uh, festive, isn't it? Yeah. Now we've all now obviously you listeners. You've just eaten some ham, uh, some gravy. Mm. What are you eating on Christmas, Timmy? Yeah, I actually got a ham as well. Yeah, I'm a bit of ham. ham. I got a, but I got. There's a, it's a long list of things. There's uh, there's there's ham. There's a roast. There's pasta. Yeah. There's, there's schnitzels. Yeah. On them as well. No red meat, Timmy. Okay. Um, there's a roast. So there's uh, a, yeah, there'll be a roast there. Um, oh, dessert gets me excited. Yeah, uh, it's about dessert time. Yeah, yeah. Right fine. now. Bit of um, pudding. If I don't put on four kilos this Christmas, I haven't had a good go. Yeah. Is that your goal? Have you set goals already? Yeah. yeah. So if I put on four kilos, and I've had a fun time. Mm. Georgie, any goals this Christmas? Uh, Aspirations? Just enjoy, just enjoy the moment. I've, uh, I, I know I've got 18, well, my parents have got 18 grandchildren coming over on a Friday. 18 uh, grandchildren? Yeah. That's a good effort. That's a that's good reproduction. Eighteen. Yeah. That's that's a great festive season and the food, food coming. <laughs> that's the next a long day. Yeah, festive yeah. season. <laughs> it it would have been fun though. That's what I love about you, Georgie. You're like you're just all about enjoying the moment and being present. Well, I brought the shirt. I brought the uh, the atmosphere. So more might yeah. as well keep going. Well, Ben, we spoke about our trip to America a couple of weeks ago. Yes, listeners don't know that Georgie Danzy was with us. Yes, as well. he was, folks. Uh, so send in your questions. <laughs> he was the measuring stick the whole time. Yeah. Oh, listen, I thought he was uh, the MVP. Yeah. I, I thought at the trip he was the most valuable Well, to player. be honest, I, I I came because there's moral support for <laughs> one of the people in the room here. Yes. Not sure who, but yeah, yeah. it was actually outstanding just to see how he worked and yeah. and how he does it overseas. Moral support. Now, let's talk Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Christmas Christmas Day, and there, there's a lot of history that you can talk about, you know, the, the shepherds and the angels and everything that happened to lead up to the actual birth of Christ, but... It's it means so much more than just Jesus being born. Mm. It, it literally changed the history, the, the course of history. Mm. Uh, you know, even we look at the dates. You know, like 2000 BC and 2000 AD. Yeah, yeah. This is literally based on Jesus' life. So this guy, he's the history timeline is affected because of this one birth. Yep. And regardless of whether people believe in in Christianity or not, the reality is Jesus was born. Mm. Uh, these are all historical facts. He performed miracles. He yep. was crucified. Yep. And he rose again. Yes. And because of that, we now have freedom in Christ. We have hope. We have eternal salvation. Um, so, how how is the event of Christmas? How does that resonate to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Mm. Well, you just said all those amazing things, and you just rattled them off so quickly. But they're just so significant for all of humanity, but then for all of us personally. But the biggest thing, um, you know, for me is Jesus came and he brought hope and peace and he, he came and he showed us how to connect with our father in heaven mm. and how to, how to walk with him and talk with him and, and commune with him in everyday life, which, um, like, I don't know how we'd do it if he, if he didn't come. Yeah. We didn't have Jesus, yeah. fully God, fully man, showing us how to connect with our, our creator. And that is just, there's just so much hope and life that comes 
obviously through that that relationship with God. So it's just such a a great time of year to you know focus our families in on what this is all about. It's not just about Santa. It's not just about presents. All those things are great and a great stimulus for the economy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I I think um, like just looking back Christmas in particular for. Christians and not like it's a, everyone's sort of on the same page with with how they lean in into the season. Right, a, a lot of people more generous, a lot of people more openly in conversation just at, at the cafe, and it says a lot about actually what it brings. Like, mm. so you looking back to what Timmy was saying about the birth of Jesus and what, what it represented, and what you said, Benny, about with faith, love, and it actually is all of that. And then people don't realize like that's what it does. Mm. Are you, you reflect on the big. 2022 or the big year yeah um you realize you're grateful for for what has happened or some yeah. people regret the year ahead or the year that just happened but they're excited for the year ahead as well so um yeah i just think there's a whole lot there that um that brings you no know, excitement but like i'm I was at the cafe the other day and people are just so happy you spend a lot of time at cafes <laughs> i love my cafes <laughs> it's it's one of it's one of my well-being my yep. spots it's smart good <laughs> Healthy. It's one of his key performance indicators. Working for Parramatta. How many cafes you can get yeah, in? Three cafes one a day. day. Yeah, that's, that's a good. That's a good target. It's funny you say that, um, Georgie. I feel like gratitude's getting a, a big run these days. Like it's it's very mainstream. A lot of people this time of year, uh, regardless of um, specific faiths, everyone's gratitude. Everyone's really grateful mm. to be out and about, to be connecting. Um, you know, to still be alive and yeah. you know, still be around loved ones and doing life together it's it's great i find it interesting that jesus could have been born at any time of history he could have been born yeah. you know six thousand years ago he could have been born in the in the future in another thousand years time the time he chose was interesting and also you look at like my, my wife had has had two children um yeah. and i know what the journey's like you. in uh yeah well i was part of that yeah um but the you know i know we wanted to have the, the best you know hospital situation you know experience yeah. and have all the nice clothes and toys. Jesus was literally born in a manger. Like the people don't really realize how rough that would have been as yeah. for a mum and um, and the the humility, the way he came to earth, uh, it speaks volumes about mm. the message he was trying to mm. give us. It wasn't just about you know I'm the savior of the earth. I'm going to come yeah. you know with a very high and mighty uh, entrance. He came so humbly and it set him up for what was going to be a, a life that spoke volumes of, of how to live. Um, I just thought it was a really interesting way to come to earth. Yeah, know. didn't come in on a cloud, didn't come in with a big sword or throne. Could have, yeah. Well, not not forgetting that he was he was um, conceived unnaturally too. So, yeah. So Joseph, Joseph had to hide Mary. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the way to Bethlehem, like yeah. going back to the story of uh, Sunday school days now. Come on. Um, and so like they had to find in find a manger. There was no resp- uh, room in the inn. And so like you think about all those uh, situations that's happened. The, the journey, the process, like nothing of it was, you know, normal. Or, yeah. Um, what we would consider as a, you know. Yeah, well, the most humblest of beginnings. Yeah, and history changed forever now. So now because of that, we have now, we have faith, we have a hope. But um, we also talk about, you know, the connection with sport as well. Georgie, as a chaplain, uh, what role does Christianity have with athletes or with sport in general? Is it... Uh, is it a growing thing? Is it a shrinking thing? Where, where is it at, at the moment? Yeah, it's funny. This time of year, a lot of them um, tend to tap in. Like at the, I find this season and also Easter. Easter obviously being the death, uh, the crucifixion of Jesus. And so like this is like a moment this season they, that brings a lot of um, unity in families. Like uh, you can just tell someone when they have families that 
you know, they, they, they enjoy it, but some of them that don't, like this actually, you know, just, just doesn't fill the void. Mm. And so, um, like, you, you see the body language there. So, that, actually, last week I had a couple of players over for dinner. All right. And yeah. um, that, that was actually really fun just, um, just to have a chat and hang and just, you know, just be normal. Just doing, you know, like life. You and Seth are good at that. You and Seth are very good at uh, humanising Christianity. Um, and you guys have always invited players over to your house and um, it actually helps a lot of players, especially players from out of town that don't have a lot of family here. Yeah, yeah. I love what you guys do in that space, but it's also show God's, show God's love practically as well. Well, yeah. yeah. It's one thing just to say it, it's another thing to actually live it and breathe it and, yeah. and invite people to your home and show them God's love. Yeah, there is those athletes that don't have that family or that support structure yeah. close. And so to be able to reach out to them is, is so good. And, you know, a lot of people this Christmas aren't going to have um, friends and family around. Mm. So, you know, good shout out to be mindful for them. Christmas isn't, you know, um, good for a lot of people. But mm. if we can if we can be aware of those people and, you know, give them a call, invite them over, have a meal, I think it would absolutely mean the world. Now, I just noticed Georgie's hair. You, you're looking yep. pretty strong, mate. Strong? Yeah, I thought I thought you were on the way down for a second, but <laughs> no, nah, they're plugs. Thick. It's, it's plugs. It's thick in the front, and and thin. Ah, uh, is it? Okay. Well, yeah. you know, well, the front's what really matters. Yeah. That's your yeah. That's your TV profile. It might yeah. be time next year. Where's the party? Shave it. Yes. Where's the party at the back? Or uh, the party's at the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can tell that. <laughs> I've always said that about you. Uh, uh, you got you got a good head of hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Party's at the front. You have a good set. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. Party's always at the front. You know, you haven't thought of dying, the uh, uh, George Clooney. Yeah, just so you know, guys, he's referring to the greys. I'm, I'm about seventy thirty these days, yeah. seventy grey. But I'm, uh, I will never dye my hair. It's, I'm just saying that right now. It smacks you in the face, the greys, isn't it? <laughs> nah, it does. <laughs> it just sneaks up. One second you think you're young and you know, greys are for older people, then next thing you know, you're just yeah. full of whites. Yeah, yeah. I was like, of both worlds. I got no hair on top and full of greys and down below. Yeah. I don't want to ask any follow-up questions to that. Not down below, I'm a beard. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I just I didn't know what you're doing on this Christmas yeah, yeah. podcast. I, um, you guys are both preachers of the word. You guys are both pastors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what um, what has been your favourite Christmas message? Like, what? How do you deliver a Christmas message that resonates with people? Keep in mind that people listen to it that never really come to church on a, a lot of people come to church Christmas Day, they don't usually come. Mm. A lot of people listening today on this show, they don't really go to church. Mm. What is a Christian message that you can get across that explains what happened and the importance of it? Something that um, is just similar to what I was, was saying before is just taking it from a, a story that is disconnected from you and just bringing it into that personal, living, living breathing, uh, daily relationship that we can have which is um, yeah. all through Jesus. We couldn't have done it um, without Jesus' example and his teaching on forgiveness and unity and teaching on um, how we, we, we connect with God. So my, my, one of my favorite messages around Christmas is just personalizing it and making it about that. Uh, he's not this far away God. He's this God that's right here, right now in our hearts. Yeah. And um, he's in creation all around us, and we can interact with him every day. Yeah, mine's are similar as well. Like, think about the story of, of, of how Jesus was born. The um, shepherds were out, uh, attended their flock, and then all of a sudden there was a light, and the angels shone upon them and told them that they have to go to Bethlehem. So I feel like that light is probably, and that what that's what led them to Jesus. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, if we carry that light anyway, everywhere we go, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas, Easter, um, the new year, I think that's that's an important thing that we, we take that light and that light could be a bit of generosity, a bit of love, a bit of community, a bit of whatever it is that we have in us 
and doesn't have to be anything to do with the religious or anything, but it's more to do with just in life in general. And so, sorry, that was tapping off my, my coffee cup. No, sorry. That's all right, mate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, it's enough tapping. There's, I was just, there's a lot of Bible verses that talk about, you know, the birth of Jesus. And you look at, you know, obviously Luke's full of them and talks about, um, you know, how special that night was. Mm. But it's such a generic Bible verse, John three sixteen, And people, a lot of people know it, but you don't really think about the, the importance of it. Mm-hmm. For God to love the world, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And I think that, for me, is a Christmas message. It's that God giving us his son to come to earth to allow us to have eternal life through him. Yeah. You know, that, that in, the, in the simplest form, that's what it is. Jesus came from heaven where he didn't have to, and God allowed his son to come to earth, yep. die for our sins, that we, the, for the wrong that we have done, to give us the opportunity to spend eternal life in heaven. Like that's yeah, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. I um, I do weddings every now and then, and I say that scripture all the time. And I, I say that um, like love is actually not a feeling, but it's 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 a you're it's giving it's giving mm. yeah right. Yeah. So same sort of uh, example what you're saying. So like you give love the way you receive, but also like it's actually doing word. It's yeah. it's not something you just say or it's an emotion or whatever. It's actually physically doing something. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. And how powerful that the, the the Son of Man comes and in all authority and power, and what He teaches us to do is love each other, forgive each other, and 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 serve each other. Just like what an incredible. But he did it too. He didn't just yeah. say, no, yeah, he didn't say do it. His whole life reflects that as well. Yeah, um, lived it and taught it. Like that is just incredible. Now, Benny. Right here. Just on a bit of a tangent. Still here. Thanks for inviting me today, by the way. No, thanks for coming. Thanks I, for giving I, me a run. I, I know you pick and choose when you can make it or not. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. How's the holidays been, by the way? You've had about 13 in the last Yeah, well, it's been good since since March. You know. So, let's, you did you just came back from Byron Bay, did you? Yeah, How yeah. was that? <laughs> it was good. And a couple of weeks earlier, America? Yeah, America. Um, Ask where it's going tomorrow. Going? Yeah, up to up to the Avoca Beach tomorrow. Yeah, yeah okay. just going to suffer. Um, Suffer for Jesus. I'm sure there was a couple more in the Queensland. Was there a Queensland trip? Yeah, Queensland. I was actually recruiting for basketball then. Yeah, so that was yeah. work, mate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't have any fun. <laughs> didn't have any fun. America was really terrible too. It was yeah, tough time. Yeah. Um, Talele. Yeah. I enjoyed going to America with him as well. He's, he's, we, should, yeah. we should have brought him in today. Should And he could sing. Yes, yes. So our listeners that don't know, um, <laughs> Talele sings, he's a, he, he sung on one of the early Hillsong albums, um, Still. Yeah. That's Still. Yeah. And he's got one of the most powerful, uh, beautiful voices. Mm. Uh, and he was in America with us as well. Did he sing much? I feel like we didn't get a sing. No, we didn't. No. We, didn't we, we actually should have. Yeah, we didn't utilize that talent. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to have yeah. seen him. Karaoke, nothing. Uh, I went to a karaoke night once in America and talent you know like you get really? a, a karaoke night in Australia and it's just yeah. usually drunk people get up there and they yeah, just ears are bleeding terrible yeah. mate over there it was like I was at a concert wow. everyone I got up there was like professional I'm like wow. this is is this <laughs> what it's supposed to be like yeah um, did you ever run nah I didn't I I, yeah. I, I, I do have a good voice it's probably better you didn't I do have a good voice in the show well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what's your plan for Christmas what are you doing uh, like I said uh, 18 kids yeah 23rd <laughs> 18 grandkids well um, we're having that on Friday at my sister's place, which will be good. Um, and then on Sunday, Christmas Day, we have it with my in-laws. My wife's auntie and uncle are here from Canada, so we... Oh, can- yeah. you got a bit of Canadian in you? Uh, my wife does, yes. Ah, oh, right. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so they are, they're from Montreal, which Ooh. they speak... Do they speak French? French. Hey. Bonjour. 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 Yes. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Yeah, bonjour, uh, français. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Benny, what are you doing for Christmas? Uh, going to my brother's, yeah. 
families yeah. getting together there. Nice. So it was good. Carly's uh, dad came over yesterday. We uh, had a good hangout, exchanged some gifts, exchanged some drinks. What'd you get? I actually didn't get anything. No, it's more. It's more about the kids. Well, yeah. you, you, you maxed out your trip. That's how like someone's that's, upset. That's, yeah, yeah. I got seventeen holidays this yeah, year. So. Yeah, that helps. That, that helps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the manor household doing this well, year? Well, traditionally the manifestation was uh, Christmas Day was my dad and his brothers. It was like the Olympics every year. Another brother would host it, and it'd be a big gathering. Yep. Now with all the the next generation, we're talking about probably eighty five number people there. So <laughs> we've had to we've had to break away and start oh. different, different ideas. Offshoots. So, so Christmas You've got Day, to franchise that family. Yeah, there's colonies I've, everywhere. I've jumped ship to my mum's side. Oh, um, which is a lot smaller, a lot more uh, manageable. And the cooking. Uh, so I'm hosting. I'm hosting. Hey, day, right? Eh? Okay. So it's at my house, and that's one side of maturity where I realise that I'm no longer the kid getting invited yep. to the uncle's house. Yeah. I'm now the uncle inviting oh. people over, which is, which is good. But yeah. my mother, being the um, Middle Eastern mother that she is, yeah. I, I'm not cooking a thing. My wife and I oh, are not right. cooking a thing. Yeah, hang on. I'd be Everything happy with that. Being I'd be happy with that. Yeah. yeah, you are hosting. I'm opening the door. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, are, are you turn the AC on? I'll turn the AC <laughs> yeah. on. Okay, that's on me. Okay, um, and open the fridge. Can you run a mop through the place? And, and it's not like we didn't try. We're trying to figure out what dish we can make. What dessert? We... She's literally bringing enough to feed. Yeah. 300 people. She's oh, good. Your mum. Unbelievable. So, I would have jumped ship to your mum. And not only that, she's got a roast. Right? She's, but that's the only thing we're cooking. But she's prepared it. Yeah. Everything's going to be ready to go. She's going to give me the night before. All I have to do is just put it in the oven. Oh, yeah. Fred, Fred's a chef, qualified chef. He's my old man, yeah. qualified chef, head chef of uh, Ace Arena during the Olympics. Wow. Hey. So you've Dude, got on both sides. Yeah. Mom he, and dad. He's a talent. He's a talent. He doesn't get on the tools much. He's no. A, <laughs> you know, he's probably a bit stuck in his you know, in the old traditional ways where the, yeah. the wife would cook for him. And, <laughs> um, but, mate, when he, when he does cook, though, he can turn it on. Oh, good. He can turn it on. I, this is my problem. I, um, I eat a lot during the year anyway. Mm, you do. So Christmas day, even if I do eat a lot, I'm still hungry. Well, I'm not out doing any other day cause every day I'm eating a lot. So it's a real problem. Mm -hmm. I thought you um, wound it back this, this December. So I got down to 107 kilos. The lowest I've been in 15 years. 107. Yeah. That was six weeks ago. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. yesterday morning I weighed 113. Well done. Mm. You're on so your you way fluctuate. to your goals. You fluctuate depending on what day it is and what, what, well, what's on the menu. in my defense, I went on like a low-carb diet. Okay. And what happens is when you break that diet and start eating junk again, it, you hold on to it all the way and put on weight very quickly. Yeah. So right. It's a lot it, of fluid. It's very effective. You lose weight pretty quickly, but you also pack it on quick. Yeah. Um, next year in the sporting world, Georgie, what's, what do you envision is going to be um, a way forward for, for faith-based athletes to really... Um, use their platform to bring God glory. Yeah, I, look, we have had a couple of um, uh, situations this year. Well, not with with the eels, but I just think a lot of them are now comfortable in their own skin and, and who they are. Mm. And it's it's probably a good like uh, the journey is, is, is has been a while to get to that point. And I think you've been a really good in, um, example of that, Timmy and Jason Stevens. And so I feel like the expression of how that is, is, is starting to come out and yeah. starting to feel. So the way, whatever, how it feels, just got to contain it and just be more um, yourself in everything, that they, in everything that they do. I'm sorry, I was loving See, you. Behind you in the glass is Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, Smith walking past, flexing his flexing. muscles. Oh. Um, and he's hit, he's hit a staff here in the face. And as he was trying to flex, he <laughs> just elbowed someone in the head. He, um, Jimmy Smith is a good man, by the he way, guys. He's a, he's a talent. Um, I've been lucky enough to be part of the 
the game calls with him and him, myself, and Spud Carroll have started a little mm. bit of a partnership on the. Oh on, wow! On a, Talented yeah, yeah. squad there, and it's well, it's not about the talent; it's about our ability to <laughs> tease each other very well. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's when you know you've made it. That's Wait, talent, yeah. mate. That's talent. Speaking of which, Spud, I got a few missed calls with him. So I got to give him back to him. Oh, did you hear he brought a book out? <laughs> <laughs> Probably haven't heard. Uh, he was actually a guest uh, on the Spirit of Sport, so he, yeah, he was. And he mentioned the book once yeah. or twice or three yeah. times or twenty. <laughs> um, Georgie Danzi. I, I'm sorry, I'll just keep coming back to you because yeah, I find it fascinating. Your space is fascinating because is. sport always has been who can be the biggest, fastest, strongest. It's always been about how do I physically get better to perform, which is important because you have to be physically in a, in a good position. But I think the, the biggest breakthrough in, in the sports world over the next five to ten years is going to be who can mentally perform at the highest level. So the, my, the reason I say that is because it's the best team in the, in the NRL, say Penrith, and the worst team, who was this year? Tigers, Wooden Spoon? Tigers. Physically, there's not a big gap between them. Like, they're, like the athletes aren't very different in terms of what they physically can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mentally, it's that mental performance under pressure, um, learning how to handle occasions, learning how to play against teams that you're supposed to be. Yeah. That's, that's even a talent as well, because yeah. they're, they're challenging games as well. Um, and I think that that part of sport's going to be huge. Is do you have any involvement in that? Like I know Dave Gow does a bit in that well-being space. Are you involved uh, in that? Yeah, I think as much as they're away on the field training, I think that the other important part is actually what are they doing off-field and and what actually refreshes them because it's got, it's going to be another oh, new teams are coming in. Well, one new team's coming in this year. The season's starting early, so there's going to be like with anything, maybe some uh, symptoms of burnout. Yeah, so trying to figure out what what can rejuvenate their actual life, whether whether it be time with away with their family. Whatever it is. Yeah. And I think, like, I've already thought about it probably a couple of weeks ago, going, okay, with each individual, how does each individual refresh their their body or their mind or their soul, whatever it is, and then try and implement that and just let them know because it, it is it is like a mental game the whole way through. Yeah. But you have yeah. that consistency over 24, 25 rounds mm. and, to, and to compete at that top elite level. So, um, yeah, it's still an ongoing process, but I just think, like, how do people do it? How do, there is no one formula fits all. Like yeah. everyone is different, and so there's there's definitely going to be at times where people are mentally drained. Uh, I see it in, in in ministry, like pastors yeah. that are just you know need yeah. some time off, or need just uh, a couple of days off. We can't have seventeen holidays in one year like Benny does, but like that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's all right. That's very well done. And and that's. That's the, the, the beauty of radio when you can really be honest with each other, Benny. Yeah. Um, uh, just between you, you each other yeah. as mates. Does, I'll just back on that topic though. Does, does, um, does Parramatta have a performance coach again this year? I know they had Andrew May. No. No. no, 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 no. Maybe you could step into the ring. <laughs> the Fiji well, Flyer. You played for the. Well, you know, like going back to the players coming, like really, all the. Sometimes all they need they need is food and just 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 chill out like no 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 talk footy just life like sometimes it could be just as, as simple as that yeah yeah and um yeah that's what I, like my wife and I we we love having people over and just knowing a bit more about um, players and their partners you know that no one would know how is the team shaping up for this coming season uh yeah they've they've trained really well they finished up the just on two days ago and um. A lot of the players, majority of players that played in the World Cup, they haven't been back. They're not back till um, January fourth. So, right. but yeah, it's very very tough. Like just seeing them training, doing week in week out, day day in day out. Do you, do you uh, train at all? 
When you're there? Uh, occasionally. When they're on the field, I go on the bike. And uh, yep. I know Dave Gower's giving me a couple of work workouts. I haven't done one of them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Gower's uh, looking pretty good. Yeah, he is. For, he's been on a tie, what, two years now? And he's still in yeah, great he's shape. Still in, great still, yeah, I, um, I had a couple of uh, thoughts going, okay, I'll give him one year post-retirement to see how his body shapes. But he's actually he's kept it on par. Yeah, yeah. I um I can't say the same for myself. <laughs> yeah. A couple well, months I enjoy, out of the I enjoy year, life, right? Benny. I enjoy life. No, like that's that. what, yeah, yeah. That's well, what we are do. talking about Christmas, right? Like some, yeah, it's all yeah, about yeah. enjoyment. Yeah, every, yeah. Day, every day's Christmas for me. you got to stop and smell the roses. Hang on. Um. Yeah. But there's no roses in winter. Isn't there? I'm sure there would be. <laughs> I'm sure there would be. Don't poke, don't poke holes in my metaphors. Okay? I'm, no, I'm sorry. I was going somewhere with that. And my my just, wife's a florist and there's definitely right roses in. Just tell, us, tell us, listeners, what, what's the <laughs> name of the company? Talk to us. Well, George's wife is an actual florist. Yeah. She's a florist. Yeah, what's, so, what's the name of the business? Petals Flower Bar. Petals Flower Bar. And, and she does dried flowers. Oh, and also fresh yeah, yeah. Flowers. I've got them in my house. Oh, have you? They're yeah. amazing. They're, yeah, I've yeah. got some. I do yeah. I like them. And listeners, you're going to really appreciate this, especially our male listeners, because I, I did buy... I'm, I'm, I used to buy my flowers for my wife quite often. Yeah, you're a romantic. And in today's economy, you know, spending 35 bucks <laughs> you know, every couple of weeks isn't sm- like, you know. Yeah. But yeah, George's wife has made me these like dehydrated flowers that last. I've had them, I reckon I've had them for 18 months and they're nice. still there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. The gift that keeps on giving. That's it's right. unbelievable. Yeah, you can put them anywhere. Yeah. yeah Petals Flower Bar. Petals Flower Bar. Get on Instagram, send an inquiry. Send her, she'll deliver it straight to the door. Oh, would you ever deliver it? I, uh, during COVID, I actually did. Did you? Yeah, I did uh, a couple of um, families. Yeah. yeah. I went on a couple of runs with you. I remember that. Oh, yeah. People, people love them. People Snagged actually, me. people love the dried flowers and just stay, stay on the um, yeah, yeah. TV cabinet for like years. How, how do they do that? How do they? Well, there's an art secret. to it. I think like, they, yeah. Get on the KFC secret spices. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, some, what it is, so what it is, it's a flower. It, it looks like a, like a, Dried flower. Yeah, so they looks really pretty. Yeah, I think they spray it with a bit of chemicals there just to. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for chemicals. All natural, obviously. All natural, yeah. My see, my wife, she, she, um, I love you, Steph, but she, she's into this whole natural cleaning of the house, right? So okay. she's making her own essential oils oh. to mm-hmm. clean the bench tops and that. Oh yeah. And I'm a traditionalist. I I grew up with a house that smelled like bleach. You know, yeah. like I need I need chemicals all over my kitchen. Yeah, spray the paint. Windex on it. So I'm I'm in, a, I'm in a bit of a, in a bit of a debate with her at the moment, trying to explain to her why chemicals isn't bad. Just just clean this thing. Let's let's yes. not let's not have dried water just sitting there. Let's, yeah. let's get some chemicals out there. Yeah, I don't think I want to be a part of that conversation in your house. It could get crazy. My, my wife is South African and she's got um she's got a, a lot of fire in the belly. Mm. It's kind of her territory. It is house. her territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a bit of a lioness. Yeah. What, what about you? What's uh, what's the conversations that you and Carly having lately on show with us? <laughs> uh, I actually had a funny one with Carly today. This in this Christmas season. Yeah. I actually thought I had a dream, so I came to her and I said, "What happened in the dream?" And it had actually happened in real life. So I, I said, "Hey, I just had this dream." <laughs> <laughs> Can you share with us what the story is? No, it's don't. a really boring Please. dream. Okay. 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 It was it was that she put a resume in at this um, certain place to yeah, work, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just, ma- ma- I thought I was just dreaming about it because I'm really passionate about her working and getting a job purely for herself. It's got nothing to do with the finances or the bottom line or the, or the, <laughs> or the bills or, you know, yeah, the yeah, Wi-Fi yeah, yeah. and the 
Fiji and or anything like that. Oh, 17 holidays. It's, so, yeah, yeah, it's just it's something's got to pay for my holidays. So yeah, and she goes, no, that actually happened. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And I was like, geez, I'm getting old. I'm I'm officially an old guy who doesn't know the difference between dreaming and reality. Yeah. Did she take it as you trying to make the point that she needs to do that? Yeah. No, she got a, she got to back up a little bit. But I, um, I think I turned the tide. Well I done. jumped on it real well quick. Done. Yeah, yeah. Said, you just said, go on another holiday, baby. Yeah, it was <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> uh, okay, so we, we don't have much time left in this show, but George, we've filled it with gold so far. Oh, it is gold. Yeah, it is gold. it's always gold. I just want to understand. I, as a young Christian athlete coming through, I was looking at. I used to look up to Jason Stevens, right? He broke the ice for a lot of us. I was very vocal about his faith. Got teased a lot, but made fun. Like it was mm-hmm. had a good attitude about it, and mm-hmm. as a result, the rest of us coming through were much better off. Um, what what message are you going to tell people that like the guys that you work with alongside? How do you help encourage them to be vocal and, and confident about their faith? Yeah, I, I, look, there's different ways of doing it, but I think you got to understand the actual place. Sometimes they're very guarded because they don't know how to um, to behave in certain certain situations. We just had our Christmas party the other day. And so, like, you know, I, I'm front and centre. I know people are watching me straight away because they know I'm, I'm the chaplain. But I'm, I'm, I'm front and centre just to show them how to behave and how to just be normal and be yourself. And how and to I'm, dress. In, how to dress yeah. and how to, how to react and just how to be yourself. And, and sometimes that helps. And then I, I talk with them after, after and they just, it just, you can just see it like the wall's been torn apart or broken down. So I feel like with with the young aspiring um, athletes that are going, coming in into whatever sport or even in the NRL, you sort of find that 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 sort of leverage point where you just go, you know what, um, just be yourself. Because I think sometimes they get tainted by religious um, traditional upbringings or whatever. But you come to a point where um, sometimes it's going to break. It's going it's to break to where they actually are themselves at some point. And so yeah. I'm just going to be there to support it. Have you had much contact with um, the the manly boys that went through with their their issues this year? Um, I I did speak with Josh uh, Alloy. Yeah. Um, how, how are they travelling? So I remember speaking with Josh as well early on, and he was struggling a lot at the time. Has he come to terms? Is he a bit better now? Or is he yeah, still... I think I think like I think it's definitely going to be. Um, it's, yeah, he's good. He's 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 fine now. So it's a learn. It was all a learning curve. So so you know, like in life, I'm. We're open to conversations, you know. Yep. There's no loser in any in any of this. There's no, you know, there's no loser at all. Mm. And so, um, like, we just want to. Well, I feel like we, there's an understanding point of view as well. And so, I just feel like like Jesus came to love everyone, you know, and and to and to love everyone in the way that they they live their life, regardless of what they do. If he goes against him, so I just think like that's the point I'm taking. In yeah. my opinion, and I'm not here to. We're not here. To, I'm not here to judge or anything like that. But that's exactly what he came. So, so why not? Mm. Mm. Great stance. I, I I couldn't agree more. Like, um, God lived a life of of love. Jesus lived a life of love, and uh, everything that just exuded out of him was love. And if we can't, um, if we don't make that our priority in our faith, then maybe we're not as aligned as we would like to be with what he want, would like us to do. Mm, I, I would, I would a bit of a different view on that. So I'll, I'll explain why. Um, so obviously in Christianity, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that are discouraged, right? Um, and it's not just homosexual sex. It's sex before marriage. It's getting drunk. It's, it's all. There's a lot of things that aren't encouraged, and a lot of Christians are involved in all of it. Like it's not like we're perfect. We're far mm. from perfect. But I think where the club 
dropped the ball was forcing the players to have to be the, the um, I guess the, the billboard for them. Yeah, like the face. Like, of to be honest, if if they came to the club, the team and said, "Hey, we we want to you know, promote sex before marriage," I reckon the players would have had a similar stance, even though they're probably having it. The belief that the system that they have is doesn't encourage people to go out there and have sex before they're married. Yeah. So I think you know it's the same thing. Or we want you to go promote smoking cigarettes. Like there's there's things that you know people probably wouldn't want to be the billboard for. Yeah. Um, so I can I can can understand a bit where they were coming from, but at the same time, I think it was just poorly handled by the club. I think the players should never have been in a position where they had to make a choice between you know, a faith they grew up, um, you know, their parents and everyone their community you know entrenched in them. Um, so then having to make a call against you know what they thought was conviction of theirs, and then you know a club that wants them to promote something. So I think the club could have done a much better job of getting everyone on board and saying this is what we're doing or yeah. know, what are your thoughts and yeah. I think it's just a great lesson for everyone involved on how to move forward and how to make sure that they kind of avoid hiccups like that in the future. Yeah, I think a lot of individuals' um, uh, beliefs about what was going on was different. But one thing that everyone agreed on was that the club could have handled it better. Oh, 100%. And um, to see it as a case study from other clubs looking in, uh, hopefully we were able to learn from it and grow from it. Yeah, and the thing is, it, everyone's got, it was too, everyone was on either side of the fence, either... They did the wrong thing or they did the right thing. There was no one zooming out and looking at it from both sides and understanding, okay, yeah, sure, I don't agree with this side, but I can understand the thought process of why they got to that decision. Um, yes, I don't agree with that side, but I can understand why they're upset. So it's, I think very little people had compassion and no one was really looking at it from the scope of, okay, well, why Why do people think that way? Why? why? Because the players, mate, they, they, it wouldn't have been an easy decision for them either. So yeah. like, you know, they probably would have... Um, you know, looking back, would have done things maybe differently or would have gone through a lot of rubbish that they didn't expect to go through. Mm. Um, but all that could have been avoided if the club handled it differently. So that's just my two cents mm-hmm. anyway. No, a bit of wisdom. Yeah, there's a lot, of grays, there's a lot of grays in this room, so there's yeah. a lot of wisdom in this room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ask us, we'll tell you how wise we are. <laughs> we, are, we are three individuals with three wise men you know those, oh yeah yeah very Christmassy yeah. And, you're, and you're wearing a, a very uh, Christmassy yeah. shirt Who, who's bringing the frankincense myrrh and what was the other uh, yeah I don't know. you wish know this we should gold it. was it gold no gold's frank, um, frankincense myrrh. myrrh was it yeah, gold yeah gold frankincense yeah, yeah. Is it yeah, gold yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I apologise we know guys. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry we know our Bibles yeah. um, we're finishing up now Georgie uh, Christmas time what would you like to see um, happen for everyone this Christmas? I think everyone, I, personally, I just want everyone to enjoy their their Christmas with their families and their loved ones. And if it is a time that it brings a bit of uh, grief, like I hope you find something in this season that you can, you, you can hold on to, a bit of mm. hope, mm. Um, going into 2023. I know it's been a full year for everybody, um, myself included. It's just it's just one of those uh, seasons where we're still recovering p- post-COVID. And, and so I feel like 2023 will be another great year, whatever it is, and I hope you achieve your goals and dreams. That's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful, Georgie. I, there's not much more to say after that. <laughs> no. I, um, except for what you're about to say. Except, yeah, I was <laughs> going to finish off here very quickly, Benny. But I, um, well, when I look back at you know America, our trip, I love that they actually have sport on Christmas. Yes. Now, I know it's not ideal for the athletes because you, know, you want to be with their families. But Australia doesn't have any... Big sporting events at Christmas. Do We've we changed? Do we? Yeah, just this Christmas. Thanks for bringing it up. Oh, well, go ahead. Uh, what, what, we sponsor the Sydney Kings. Oh, they're yeah, playing this Christmas. They Christmas. Are. Actually, no, I did read about that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's good. That's very good. Good, um, good segue. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, I think it's six p.m. Uh, on Christmas night. 
get into playing... the Kudos Bank Arena. They're playing Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, it should be a, it's That's a good. top marquee game. So Six o'clock, I would have been, a, I'd probably be about three kilos heavier for the day. Yeah. I just want to unbutton my, my, yeah. my button on my jeans. Yeah. On the couch. And on the couch. The yeah. Thing. Put it on. I'm a Kings fan. I like the Kings. No, nah, they're re- and they're doing really good this year after the championship last year. Their ownership straight like Paul Smith. Is it Paul Smith? Yep. Um and Bogut. Now yeah. also Luke Longley. Luke Longley's jumped yeah, on. Yeah, some heavyweights, mate. There's yeah. Some, some pool there. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, get along to the game or just watch That's it. That's me, yeah. So my yeah. my this is my Christmas Day. Church, family, food, and then I always tune on to the basketball. Yeah. That's a good day. That'd I'm excited. Great formula. Yeah. Georgie, thank you for joining us today, making a guest appearance. You're always My welcome pleasure. in this place. Do you mind if I say a short prayer? Yeah, go for it. You it's know, a, for the year, a... for everyone that's listening. Absolutely. Good idea. You know, yep. so Father, we just thank you so much for 2022. We thank you for this Christmas season and the year ahead. We just thank you that everyone will let you have a time of enjoyment and peace and love and hope. We thank you in your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to the Spirit of Sport.